0: 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Yeah, could I have a number three with cheese and uh, a large coffee? And does this smell good? Wolfen down your lunch. <laughs> Serving up today's top sports stories with Wolfen Luke. Hey, boy. Presented by Stadium Swim at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas' ultimate sports fan destination.
1: Right, it is noon on a Wednesday. It's time for Wolf and Down Your Lunch. Aaron Maloney is here.
2: Aaron? So the Cardinals are gearing up to take on the Eagles on Sunday at State Farm Stadium. So who are the 4-0 Eagles? Here's Nick Sirianni yesterday.
1: The vibe that I feel is that this is a close team. I think like and that's what at the end of the day that's what the best teams win right not the best group of individuals the best teams win and so to, the, for the fans to be feeling that and seeing that that's great you know I feel that too um, because these guys are close right you know not only are they in their, you know in the locker room hanging out together or on the field hanging out together but they're also hanging out together out, outside they're, they 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 like each other they like being around each other and when you have that you got guys that want to play for each other and that will go a little bit extra for each other because you know. They know they're going a little extra for their brother uh, on, the, on the other side or right next to him on the field. And so, you know, that, that's what that gives off is a vibe. When you got a close team, when you connect and, and, and guys play for each other, that, that gives off a good vibe.
2: Wolf, you played 10 years in the NFL. What can a vibe like that
1: do for a team? Yeah, it definitely cannot
3: hurt, Mel. It cannot hurt at all. It's a good thing. If you like the guy who lines up next to you, that's great. It's it's great for team unity. It can make you tighter. There's no doubt about that. I just don't think ultimately it's going to make you any better. You are what you are for the most part in the National Football League. Go out and do your job. Does it help? Yes. Is it a must for you to win? No.
2: So, Luke, Mm -hmm. how can the Cardinals spoil that vibe?
1: I thought you were going to say, like, you played 10 years of Madden, and how much does that help you there? But you didn't. Uh, They can spoil that vibe by going out there and and putting the Eagles to a test. They really haven't had to face yet this season. Now, they fell behind Jacksonville on Sunday, 14-0, and they quickly came back. But, I mean, the Cardinals said this earlier. The Cardinals should be able to do everything on offense that Philadelphia is doing on offense. They really should. They've got some similarities. And to spoil that vibe, you just put Philadelphia in in an uncomfortable position that they really haven't been in yet this season, especially in the second half of a game. They haven't had to deal with that.
2: As the Cardinals are at the quarter mark of the season, though, Cliff Kingsbury decided to tinker with practice in hopes that the team could get off to a faster start on Sundays.
4: It's a month in, so you got enough sample size to know we probably got to do something different at this point, and so we'll... Uh continue to, to tinker things with practice and, and how we start walkthroughs and practice and things of that nature and then try to make sure that the first 10 or
3: 15 plays have one that, that everybody are very confident in and, and can execute at a high level
2: do you like how the cardinals have changed what they're doing in practice to help with the slow starts
3: Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> honestly, You know, why not? Why wouldn't you try to do something just just to put it on the minds of your team, individually and collectively? Why wouldn't you do it? Try something. Hey, listen, I don't know if it's going to work. I really don't care. You're just trying to basically remind every human being that's in that locker room, be ready to go. Whatever you have to do individually to be strong and start great in the first quarter, Do it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, Try it.
1: Look, there's a lot that has gone wrong with the Cardinals this season, but they are two and two, so you're still in this. And this is, and I know people are very, very down on Cliff. A lot of people are down on him right now. This is, though, honestly, Wolf. One of my favorite things about him is that he is willing to look and say, you know what? What we're not doing, what we're doing right now, isn't working. Even though we're two and two, let's yep. not pretend all of a sudden we're right there and we're playing 500 football. Even if your record is that, this has been bad to start the season. Change it. And they're willing to do it, and that's what humble does for
2: you. Write it down. The Phoenix Suns will take on the Lakers tonight in their second preseason game, and hopefully, it goes better than the first one. So, what is Monty Williams preaching to his team? Here's Devin Booker.
3: Just stressing the details. You know, I think that's what a lot of a lot of it comes down to. You know, things that you might get by with in the regular season or training camp, and you know, sneak away with the win here, but might come in bite you in your ass later when it matters. So, you know, building those habits at, at all times from any drill, from a shell drill to 5-on-0 to, you know, a preseason game to a regular season game on, uh, you know, just keeping it consistent and, you know, holding ourselves to a standard and
1: and never going lower than that.
2: What do you guys think about Monty's quote of habit stamina?
1: It's, it's in some ways similar to what we just talked about with the Cardinals, right? You are trying to it's it's a different level. You just won 64 games. You were just in the NBA Finals the year before that. You're you're trying to win the whole thing if you're the Suns right now. And any little thing you can do, every little attention to detail you can have, you got to do it. And it starts in camp. And it it, it habit stamina. I didn't even know what that phrase was 24 hours ago, Wolf. But it does really encapsulate probably the last thing the Suns can really control if yeah. they're going to try and get back and make a deep playoff run.
3: You know, it's all about consistency for the most part. That's what habit is. And stamina, of course, is the ability to do it over and over and over and over again until it is habitual. And you don't mind because you've got the stamina to to actually do it over and over and over again to where it is a habit. Uh, And the best part is to... Even though my old code said you play like you practice and you practice like you play, the best part is habit stamina almost sounds Latin. Like you could say habitus, stamina.
1: That definitely sounds like a tool song. It probably is.
2: Yankee star Aaron Judge launched his 60-second home run of the season last night, breaking the AL record he shared with Roger Maris. So our Sanderson-Ford poll question is up now at ArizonaSports.com, and it asks, do you consider Aaron Judge the home run king? Your choices, yes, he did it cleanly, or no, Barry Bonds is.
1: All right, so Wolf and I were talking about this during one of the breaks. I guess you still have to give Barry Bonds, so I guess I'll I'll say no, because Barry Bonds did hit 73 in a season, and even though we all think he cheated, I guess technically it wasn't explicitly... Whatever. Barry Bonds technically holds the record, but I will say this. What Aaron Judge did, I was much more impressed by it. Um... So I'm going to say no, Barry Bonds. Yeah, I'm going to
3: say no. I'm going to answer your question and say no. Barry Bonds is the home run king at 73. Um... Yet I will say that Roger Maris um, and his son, basically, his son that is still alive, can still be very, very proud in what his dad accomplished. We'll find out in a decade as to whether or not this is legit as well. Nothing's if right ever now, legit. I'm just saying right now, we don't know if Aaron Judge did this cleanly. We don't.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're, what is that? That's he, six, the problem. Seven, six, eight. Well, yeah, I no, he's just but, naturally but I that think. Big.
3: No, but I think, and that's immediately what everyone says. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Hey, look how big he is. Well, are you kidding me? Of course. Hey, you don't know. That's the fact of the matter. We don't know what he's taking.
1: Well, that's, if he is taking anything. That's that's why I was <laughs> kind of joking about this earlier this week. It would really just help everybody in baseball if he hit 12 home runs today, although he's not in the lineup today. Because you're right, you don't know for sure if anybody's clean, but at least they're testing more now. Whereas back in the, yeah. the early 2000s, sure, late but there's 90s, always something else the wild, they wild can't west.
3: test for, oh, that's right? True. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what's happened. That's true.
2: So 66% say yes, he did it cleanly, 34% say
1: no Barry Bonds is yeah you just it's it's funny even with all this there wasn't much Barry Bonds talk people have just moved on from Barry Bonds to the point where when I was like can he can Aaron Judge maybe get to 71 and set the record because I'd forgotten Barry Bonds actually has 73 yeah it
3: feels like this is substantial this is huge it does it feels big If he's clean.
1: Uh, Coming up next, D-backs. Final game of the season is coming up in about an hour. We're going to get you ready for it with the D-backs on deck show. It's the Wolf
0: and Luke show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. The home of Arizona Diamondbacks baseball is 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. We're checking in on the D-backs as they warm up for the game's first pitch. D-backs on deck. Brought to you by 72 Sold. Get thousands more on your home with no inconvenience. Visit 72sold.com. And by Sonic. This is how we Sonic. Stop by your nearest location today for the Sonic Chop House Cheeseburger. For a limited time, only at Sonic.
1: All right, Wolf, this is it. The final D-backs on deck show of the 2022 season they will wrap up their season today in milwaukee against the brewers at american family field doom and if they win today i had the win total exactly right I, I knew you couldn't wait to say that i feel like somebody should give me like two million dollars for hitting exactly
3: you hit it. ding 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 um i said 75 for the record 75 wins for the diamondbacks luke said 74, and here they sit at 73. Man, do you want that seventy-four win, I don't do, you? I, A little I,
1: greedy. I, I do. I do. But uh, to be fair, basically, I just reversed prices right at you when you said 75. Yeah. Because we were both in that same range. I didn't want to say 75. Too. Yeah. But right. I, but if they you win 74, 74 right? I'm going to feel like, really? Like, I sh- shouldn't I? Yeah, I don't know. That was my chance to play the lottery, and I, I wasted you, you know what, though? It really is
3: not about the number, is it? Um, it really doesn't matter. To you, it does, <laughs> <laughs> of no, course, because you want to be able to yeah. say, I said 74. Selfish and, and petty, yeah. Yeah. Um, right and there's still a chance nobody wins that's true okay they lose because they could get swept they've already lost the series and all of a sudden it's the last game for the brewers and 73 could still happen but the 74 um although i don't think the number has anything to do with it i will tell you right now the hope that i feel for this team going forward man um, cannot be measured with human hands because I think legitimately you could say this could be a team
1: that could grow into something sustainable. Plus Plus twenty win, 21 wins right now over last season as it stands. Now, let's be clear. I mean, there's still 14, 15 games out of a playoff spot, so this is not the ultimate goal. And last year, was really bad, so you should be improving by twenty or so games, and they have. They're they're plus twenty one. They're only eight and nineteen in their last twenty seven. Well, let's start on the farm because on the farm is brought to you by Redbird Farms. You can't put a price on great taste. Minor league season, it's over. So I'm going to give you an Arizona Fall League game going on the Peoria Havalinas at the Scottsdale Scorpions at twelve thirty five. Let me just say too, uh, aside from baseball, I prefer a Havelina to a Scorpion. Really? Oh yeah.
3: A scorpion have you ever been sung by a scorpion no but i don't like Yeah, it. right yeah. okay you don't like it no. um you
1: don't just walk through your hall javelina's and see a javelina
3: there javelinas smell mad yeah but they don't or go in your you house you will i understand that but maybe if you you know happen to leave the garage open or something like that well, then that's there's a lot of people that love to leave the garage door open why i have no idea but there are some people that like to show off their garage i mean how many people you drive by the house and you see the garage door open as well they
1: like open garages yeah, but usually those garages that are open are the messiest garages. Like, I don't think it's intentional. I think it's because they can't actually close the door. Let's get to the pitching matchup. It's brought to you by Native Interiors. Your floors, your way. Text floors to six twenty six twenty for more info. Pretty good pitching matchup to uh, wrap up the season. What are you laughing at? I'm just there?
3: laughing at the fact we're talking about garages here.
1: Yeah, it's Interesting. not one o'clock yet. So I Dude, shut your garage door. can't wait to see what the last hour of the show is like. Merrill Kelly against Corbin Burns. Uh, Kelly, 13-8, 8 a 3.43 ERA, 170 strikeouts. We just had Mike Fitzgerald, D back system GM on. Uh, a couple segments ago, and you asked him who have been the biggest. How did you say it? You didn't say biggest surprises, but like the guys that have shown you the most, or something this year.
3: Yeah, you know, honestly, once again, when you're sitting around the big rectangle, and these guys, they talk about their players all the time. The front office, there it is. It's Mike Hayes, and he's sitting around with Mike Fitzgerald. He, these guys sit around. Amiel, how you doing? They're 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 constantly having discussions and conversations, of course, about their players. And when you're sitting around that big rectangle, what is the one thought that you have? One name that uh, some guy that you thought really went out and got your attention? He mentioned two guys, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Merrill Kelly, yep, and Christian Walker, yeah. Interesting. Two guys
1: that are our vets on this team. Uh, and I know Merrill hasn't been in the majors that long, but, I mean, he's been in there for a few years, and he's now in his 30s. That's that's a vet when you're on a team with Corbin Carroll and Alec Thomas and Dalton Varshow. So Kelly gets the start today. Uh, his emergence, if he can keep this going next year... On top of the fact that Zach Gallon looks like a legitimate, bona fide, like could be a Cy Young contender, that that really helps shape your off season when you have two guys to build around in your rotation like that. Really suck, buttermilk. It got lit up. Didn't it. I mean, you got to be well
3: lit up for him. What was the stat? Five innings pitched. Three oh, uh, yeah. yeah,
1: for Zach Gallen The the stat that that Mike Fitzgerald just threw at us: games that they were tied or better in the sixth inning or later. They have 46 losses in those games this year. Like, I don't know what's Whoa. normal. Let's let's say let's say you win 20 of those 46. Yeah. You are in the playoffs by a good five games right now. It's not even close. Uh, let's get to the keys to the game.
0: Listen, man, I'm you to be the key master. I am the key master. <laughs> Keys to the game presented by Mist America, home of the patented Mist 360 outdoor cooling system. Visit MistAmerica.com today for a cooler tomorrow.
1: Alright, well, if I will uh I'll keep with the theme of, of the, the way this season is ending for the D-backs. How about we just have Merrill Kelly go nine innings? <laughs> the key to the game is just don't turn the ball over to the bullpen with a lead of less than four, <laughs> let's say.
3: That's pretty good right there, Luke. That's going to be a tough one to beat. I think you're right about that. Um, I would say finish strong. Finish strong and everything that you do. Um, it's interesting to hear Mike Fitzgerald talking about the culture and what a big believer he is in the culture of baseball and clubhouses and teams and how he believes in the culture and how important it is, how you do things, how you go about your business. It was kind of cool to hear that. So you want guys inside that know how to start, know how to play and know how to finish in particular and think it's important. And that's why Right now, as a baseball player, you think about these guys. How many games have they played, Luke? How many games? And now, all of a sudden, here it is, 162, 162 games they've played. You're not going anywhere. This is it. Can you actually muster your competitive spirit to go out there and finish strong and play this game like it was game number 62? That's what I want to
1: know. Uh, Let's hit the MLB standings because I have good news for you, Wolf, as we wrap up the season. The MLB standings are driven by trucks only. The Valley's number one independent dealer and home of the lifetime engine warranty. That wasn't the good news, although it is good news. The good news for you specifically, Wolf, as the D-backs are going to wrap up this season, no matter what they do today, ahead of the Colorado Rockies, which is the one thing you (laughs) asked at the start of the season. D backs 73 and 88. The Rockies 68 and
3: 93.
1: Hey, Tulowitzki. Take that. Take take that. Troy Tulowitzki, who last played for the Rockies like a decade ago. Um, D backs right now are ahead. If they win today, they're going to finish ahead of 11 teams. So I mean that's not the goal. See you know, but it's it's progress. Man, I'll tell you what it is
3: progress. It is a step forward, and for the first time, and I know we've talked about this a lot, but Basin you you see it too, and you kind of feel it with this team for the first time, developing all these young guys, all these farmers that came up this year. This feels sustainable, doesn't it?
1: Well. You can get to that record a few different ways, but if it were a bunch of like vets that you added for one year that are all going to leave this offseason, which yeah. you really feel like you made any yeah. progress, these guys that really drove the progress. And again, I don't want to oversell it; they're going to miss the playoffs by fourteen, fifteen games. But it is tangible progress driven by guys you have drafted and developed. So this should be like a permanent. You would hope step in the right direction. All right, uh, text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620, 620 right now. we come back, what makes the Eagles so good right now? We're going to ask two-time Super Bowl champion Max Starks. He joins us next for Maximum Football. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station
0: you've been listening to d-backs on deck brought to you by 72 sold get thousands more on your home with no inconvenience visit 72 soulcom and by sonic this is how we sonic stop by your nearest location today for the sonic chop house cheeseburger for a limited time only at sonic 987 FM, Arizona's sports station. He played Tackle in the NFL for more than a decade. Max Starks. Max Starks, Max Starks. and Maximum Simone Simone for Max. Simone Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Please welcome
4: from the University of Florida. Tackle.
1: Yes, Max Starks is here for Maximum Football. He is, I'm looking at Max, Wolf. Max is right here in front of you.
3: Isn't it great? It's a beautiful thing, man. Absolutely.
4: Max, how are you doing, buddy? I am just peachy. And hey, look at that. The microphone works. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what did you know? Everything's coming <laughs> up, Max. Yeah, it is. It's coming up good. No, I, I'm, do, I'm doing great, fellas. Um... You know, it's it's uh, it's that time of year where you're starting to feel, I'm starting to feel a little bit of the of the travel blues, but um, miss but Miss your family uh, a little bit. Yeah, I miss my family. Like my, my girls, you yeah. know. Now that they're older and they have access to an iPad to FaceTime all the time, so the guilt trips are now visual instead <laughs> of just verbal. <laughs> so it's like uh, you know, the, the, and then they'll text you and they'll just send like the, the their little like fix, you know picture thing, you know, and and it's like oh. Teardrop, yes. frowny face. I'm like, I'm like. First of all, girls, you, you can't you can't sit here and send me those Damn. while you're at Disneyland because they were at Disneyland last weekend <laughs> with their with their dance group. They 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 performed in the parade. So they're like, Oh, Very we miss cool. you. I'm like, You don't miss me. You just miss me buying you stuff at Disneyland. <laughs> I could be buying you a churro right now. Yeah, exactly. You, yes. Yeah, it's just instead of you standing in line, it's daddy standing yes. in line well, buying the churro. Yeah, I, I can understand why they would <laughs> miss that. Then. Yeah, I yeah. get
3: anything from my daughter said to me on my phone and it's just like okay
4: what do you want yeah it's yours forever. <laughs> yeah, no exactly, exactly daddy's girls man yeah, this is something the about them. Goes. uh all
1: right max we're gonna get we're gonna flip over to the uh, the cardinals and eagles game here uh, on sunday and let's just start big questions what we're trying to figure out on the show before we get into the why can't you win at home but you can't win on the road let's start with maybe a more answerable question how is Philadelphia the only undefeated team in the NFL right now?
4: <laughs> oh, so um, a hiccup by the Kansas City Chiefs in Indianapolis yes, leads to them being 3-1. But I think if you look at them, you argue that that is the class of the AFC right now. Um, I would say the Buffalo Bills. I, I just right there. I know. They play next week. I know do they play next week? Hey, hey, the Bills do? Bills Chiefs next week. Bills Chiefs. Yeah. No, yes. I, I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it. But I think, you know... Um, Buffalo, Buffalo has a lot of injuries right now, and that's the only concern for me. Their secondary is not as strong, and that's, of course, who the Steelers are playing this week. So I've been, I've been diving into the Bills. And, and it's just something – the run game hasn't quite gotten on there. Josh Allen's your leading rusher right now, which if you want to be that team at the next level, you need somebody else to brunt that, especially when you're thinking about in Buffalo, right? As the weather gets yeah, colder, you want right. to keep your quarterback as safe as possible, as insulated – Funny enough, um, as you can because you don't want him having to be the main reason that if you have to go one dimensional, it all lies on you. And now they start spying him. So Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, and they have got to figure out a way to get that going. And the offensive line, a little bit injured. So, um, but when I look at Miami, obviously the Tua thing looms. You know, yeah. You wonder if they could if they could have sustained and actually won against the Bengals on Thursday night had Tua been healthy, but they have they have a lot of other issues to deal with now yeah. and those are really your only undefeated is that where you're like okay this is what i w- what i was expecting
3: Wolf,
4: yeah. <laughs> I you were about
3: to say something. You just no, said. no I, I thought you were going right. to say something.
1: Uh, okay, well then focusing on Philadelphia then, Max, What uh, this team looks pretty balanced, honestly. It's not just Hassan Reddick getting sacks. They lead the NFL with 16 sacks. They've got the offense. I was making the case earlier that the offense Philadelphia has, as impressive as it has been, the Cardinals should be able to do a lot of what Philadelphia does on offense. They just haven't done it
4: yet. Yeah, no, and when you talk about Philly, um, plus eight, that's the number to focus on. Plus eight. Is that plus, plus eight? eight? What is That's say? the turnover ratio. Uh, they've turned people over 10 times and they've only given it away two times. That's a huge number. And when you're thinking about a team being undefeated, that is a key factor. So the fact that you have two different guys that <laughs> have two interceptions each on that secondary means people don't like to throw on them and when they do they make them pay and the pass rush is complementary yes. to that yes that if you're going to hold it because you're scared of throwing it on them now you're going to get put on your back so that's where the balance of this defense is is that it's pass rush along with intercepting and turning the ball over when the ball is not in someone's hands. So I think that's what you have to kind of be cautious of with this defense. You know,
3: for me, once again, um, I, I think the, the Eagles have one weakness. Everywhere else I, I watch and look with this team in regard to watching tape on them, um, they seem strong all the way across the board except for their rush defense, a little susceptible to that. They love to play this solid front. They put three down defensive linemen over yeah. the center, over the two guards, and three techniques. They love to use linebackers on the outside, right? Hassan Reddick uh-huh. is one of those guys. And then they take T.J. Edwards and they stack him right over the solid look. The three yeah. down, covered, solid look. Buddy Ryan's old 46 defense. Yeah, the old that bear. front, the old <laughs> yeah, bear. <laughs> right there they love to do that but um, they have a hard time stopping the run they're giving up 5 yards a carry over 5 yards a carry on the ground yeah. the problem is <laughs> you just can't you can't get a lead on these guys and stick to running the ball and that's been the issue yeah,
4: and, and that's where you see a lot of them because they're so focused on the pass rush right it opens up gashing lanes and when you have a team that's committed to running the football, <laughs> yes, and a team that's going to actually put that pressure on, you have to make it count during that possession. The problem is teams will run, then you get into a third and long because you get behind the schedule on one run, and now you put it up in the air. And they trash it. Then. And they trash it, and then the offense scores in four plays later. And then now you're like, well, we wanted to to, that we don't want to go down fourteen, though. We don't want to go down ten because yeah. we just saw what happened last time, and people start to get agitated and, and, and understand, say, understandably so. But I think if you're the Cardinals and you're coming into this Philly game or hosting, I should say, coming but getting ready for the game, you need to actually create that rushing look. When I say it, what do you mean, yeah, meaning keeping the 12 personnel. So trying to (laughs) run your 12 personnel, you are speaking my language. And now you're running (laughs) off of it, right? You're running a little off tackle, not, not asking you to go wide, but go wider than the solid look. Because I think they can be pinned. When you're thinking about Branding Graham and, country, and, and company, yes. they can be pinned to the inside to create a lane in that B gap between the guard and tackle. Man,
3: this is what I'm talking about. A and little tackle zone, come off the ball, right? 12 person. Yeah. You could even take 12. And you could split Zach Ertz, obviously, out into the slot. You could put him yeah. into the slot with Max Williams as your stud tight end. And then two wide receivers. Now, all of a sudden, they're going to go six in the box. Yeah. they're not. They're not going to go ahead and jam the box
4: up. They don't like jamming the box up. No, and you have the offensive line that can run out of that look. That's what I think, too. And and I think what also, if you do that, now your screen game comes into effect. Yeah. I would love to see tight end screens on this Philly team because people have been scared to do it and everybody else has not had the personnel to do it, but the Cardinals do. So the second you get boom, 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 get a rhythm of running, okay, they're like running, oh, when they set up in this, oh, we're going to be ready, boom, tight end delay, Max Williams up the seam, right? And now... They're on their heels, and now you can do more of mm. your motion and you know, sprint outs and half rollout and boots and everything else that you love with Kyler, but also realize that Hassan Reddick's going to be coming off one of those edges, and if he's unblocked, that's a guy who, kn- who, who knows Kyler very well <laughs> and has seen him, and he, you know, he, you don't want him to get to four and a half sacks. Here's, that's the whole point. Here's the
3: whole, thing. <laughs> right. here's the whole thing about the Eagles, man. They have four guys that are on pace
4: for double-digit sacks. Think about that. Four
3: yeah. guys. Yes. That's pretty incredible.
4: Yeah, I mean enough five-step drops and teams getting behind and having to push it. Good point. And, and when they're thinking about pushing it, they're not pushing it down the middle because they're scared of the safeties. They're pushing it to the sidelines, and that's where you see like Darius Slay and company, Bradbury. Bradbury, just eating and feasting over there. If it's not an interception, it's a PBU. So you've got to be able to be in between.
3: Both those corners have two picks. Yeah, both of them. No, uh,
4: this,
1: this. I mean, and some of it, I'm sure, is is the schedule as you brought up earlier. But some of it is. Just the fact that they got a lot of good personnel on that defense, and I can already just see the line of Twitter comments on Sunday if Hassan Reddick gets a sack or if Hassan oh. Reddick makes a play of, oh great, another guy we developed for somebody else. Well,
4: he's from Philly, he's back home, he had a cheesesteak, well, you know, he, he's just, he's just happy to be home. That's all it is.
3: You know that kid too? That's one of yeah. the greatest kids you're ever going to meet, man. So yeah. I'm... I'm I'm glad for all the success that has come in his way. Well,
4: I am as well, and and here's the thing. And we talked about it, guys. I mean, you, Luke, and I, we we talked about at nauseum. Um, and Wolf, even on the show, he was out of position for all those years, and that's what law that that's what sent him to the the doghouse here. Yeah, because they were trying to make him something that he wasn't. He goes back to Philly. He is what they thought he was. Pass rusher. yep. Rush him. Stop trying to drop him into coverage. Stop trying to have him be a box backer. He's an off-the-edge, emol, pass rush, edge rush, especially, however they classify yep. it. That's what he does, and he wasn't doing that here.
1: No, but now now he's playing like a first-round pick, so isn't that yes. great? <laughs> yeah. uh, we come back, what are the biggest NFL overreactions at the quarter mark of the season? We'll get into it with Max Starks. Maximum football continues next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports
0: Station. Arizona Sports Dark. Max Starks. Max Starks. Max. Maximum for Maximum for Max. With Wolf and Luke. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com.
1: Right, we are at the quarter mark of the season, kind of, now that they've made it 17 games max. You can't ever really say that, but I'm going to anyway. Um, and we've, this is producer Wolf on top of this producer Wolf Okay, finding uh, okay. five overreactions at the quarter mark of the 2022 NFL season from ESPN. So I'm just going to read these off and I'm going to see okay, how you guys react. Okay. Okay. Well, Wolf's probably already seen him since he found it. Yeah. Let's start with number one. <laughs> wow. This is number one. <laughs> Cooper Rush is playing well enough to Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Oh. Oh.
4: Bazinga. No. Wow. <laughs>
3: You know, honestly, right now it's it's amazing. Four games, right? Yeah, four games does not make a career, does it? No, no. Not I'm not close. ready to go there with Dak Prescott yet. I'm not ready to do that and say that Cooper Rush is playing well enough to Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott.
4: Yeah, no, I I can't say he's not dacking just yet. Not yet. <laughs> does anybody else have that problem? Because I have. I told Wolf I just
1: went to Prescott for the first time ever this past yeah. weekend. When you go to Prescott, they're like, hey, it's Prescott. It's not Prescott. So then now every time we talk about Dak Prescott, I have to catch myself from calling him Dak Prescott. Can we just, like, (laughs) am I the only one dealing with this or is this like an Arizona issue? Because
4: I don't, I've never been to Prescott. Yeah. And I've only seen it like when I'm driving past a Flagstaff and I've never said, oh, there's. Prescott. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's Prescott. Well, don't say there's Prescott. <laughs> oh. they'll, they'll chase. Well, I'm in my test. car. I'm in my car. They they can't chase me because I'm not trying to stop. <laughs> <laughs> so you've never been there. I've never. Prescott. I had never I've been there never until been five there. days ago. Yes, Christmastown, Christmas Town, man. Oh, is that what is that known for? I go to Flagstaff for Christmas Town because oh, they have the go. North okay. Pole experience <laughs> <pole laughs> <pole> and the Polar Express. Oh yeah. Oh man, I took my daughters. Like it's been what? Dude, we missed the last two years, obviously COVID, and then last year but yeah no i mean they've they've gone for what six years straight wait they have a train yeah they have a train yeah, yeah up in flagstaff yeah
3: look well, what are you doing does Herm God? drive I the mean, train I mean, I don't, that? Oh, no, no no sean aguano drives that's, that's the train cold blood no, no that, that, is, just, that no, is i, I gotta get now. some answers i mean honestly give yeah. me the protective
1: cup for <laughs> Herm. Well, you supposed yeah. to bring the mouth guard and stuff? <laughs> yeah. <it>? all right <laughs> uh too. overreaction number two Oh wow! I don't agree with this one. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady have finally, for real this time, run out of gas. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy it. One of them will be in the yeah. NFC Championship at least.
4: Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I think one of them. If you know, I don't think both, but I think one of them will because I think Philly's going to have something to say about that. Really, you think Philly will be there? Huh? I think Man, Philly. Bold. Philly was my was was my bold dark horse at the beginning of the year. Wow. So just to let everybody know, I picked Philly in the preseason because I really liked everything that they had there, wow. and I think that this is what
3: made you think that way though with Jalen Hurts. Once again, I love Jalen, but he didn't to meet what? What are you doing with the X fingers? What? That's the X Factor. He's warding you off. Oh Oh. the the X X Factor. factor.
4: He knows how to win. Okay. That's something that you can't. It's an intangible feeling. He's got it. it. I mean, from Alabama even to Oklahoma in a grad year, quote-unquote, the guy knows how to find a way to win. Regardless of how pretty or ugly it looks, He knows how to win, and he knows what winning looks like. He's got a little Deshaun Watson. That's what
3: Deshaun Watson had coming out, right?
4: Yes, yeah. And he has a lot better team around him than Deshaun Watson had in Houston. And he doesn't have to do it all by himself. I think he felt like it last year. He had to do more, but now he's understanding, okay, I have some good pieces around. Let me use them and and play as a team member okay. and just manage all of it. And I think that's what he's doing. Because, you know, when you look at you got Miles Sanders in the backfield. You know, you also have A.J. Brown. you got Devontae Smith, former teammate of his, right? And then you look defensively, and you've got all these pieces and weapons that are giving you the ball back for extra possessions. He doesn't have to be Superman. He doesn't you have know. to put the cape on. All he has to do is put the helmet on and just... Do his 111th. You know what I'm saying? Like, just do his job within that parameter. And then if something starts to break down, he still has that extra gear in You
3: know there. what's interesting, though, um, getting back to the question you actually posed right there, Luke, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Um, I think these guys are in two different divergent paths right now for this year, 2022. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers of course to your point I think yeah we could see the Green Bay Packers there in the yeah, NFC Championship Tom Brady there's something going on there Tom Brady and we've known this for a long time when he missed 11 days during training camp how often do you see that happen Um something could be going on with Tom Brady doesn't look the same to me he hasn't really looked the same
4: Um I've well, the stories I'm are out there. I was going to say TMZ, kind of. Yeah, kind I blew the to to top off that one. What are you talking about? Why? Oh, I, I mean, the, it's yeah, the, 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 the D word. Yeah, divorcee. That's definitely out. He's, there. Yeah, he's going through that. That is out. That, is rec- out that. Th- that was yeah, out yeah, That's oh, out yeah. there. Okay. So yeah. So that, yeah, there we go. So we just saw for wolf. Why does he look flush? Why does he have to miss eleven days?
3: You you know That's what I said though. I said it after. Man, I you know again. That's awful. I'm going to be
1: quiet now. Uh, here's overreaction number three. The Seahawks actually upgraded a quarterback by trading Russell Wilson. Wow, these are yeah. insane. I want to make sure that I'm referencing ESPN after each one of these. Yeah, yeah. Somebody doesn't turn the, the radio on in their car and be like, oh, Luke's lost his mind.
4: Yeah, exactly. Luke is just making up some foul claims. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, though, Max. Gino has looked pretty good so far, two of these first four games. Yeah, yeah half the games yeah, has looked the good. He, they have not upgraded yeah. Russell Wilson. Now, granted, you could argue that Russell Wilson downgraded after being. Being traded. That's possible. <laughs> That's possible because I'll take Pete Carroll over Nathaniel Hackett <laughs> any day at the oh, rate he's going. Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel, Nathaniel Hack is two for two in benching the quarterback on fourth and got to let us, okay? <laughs> let's, just, let's just make that clear. He was a guy that also benched Aaron Rodgers yep. and said, you know what? Ah, we don't have a play for this. You know, what, what'd what you say, floor You want to kick it? Oh, I trust you. I don't yeah. trust Aaron Rodgers. Was
1: that that was the playoffs 2 years ago against yeah. Tampa? Yeah. yeah. The one everybody was like, "What is Green Bay doing when they why, are you, like why are you playing for to lose by less in the in the yeah, playoffs?" Yeah, exactly. that was Russell uh, Wilson. Hacker, there's too. another
3: guy right there. I'm sorry. Uh he does not look like what I thought he was going to look. Um I, I don't know what it is. He, he doesn't run the ball as intentionally as we've seen him do it in the past. But this yeah. is all the thing. The 12s were up there whispering yeah. last year, and yeah. I didn't believe it.
1: I didn't. You know, the I, way that stadium's well, set up, even when the 12s whisper, they're still loud. Yeah, I, yeah, okay, it is. Yeah, I It's like I a funnel. It. Thank you. Yeah. But, um, That's great.
4: But, no, but I think also, it because I was at first like, ah, maybe it's altitude. Nope, it's not altitude. <laughs> the, it could be altitude, no, For real, it could be. Hey, if listen, you, anyone who's ever played in that, you, you just know take exactly that warm up lap about. pregame <laughs> around the field. You're just like, ah, you know what? I'm gonna just go back in the locker room. Right there, right? You know what? I'll just I'll, I'll deal with it at game time. I don't need to test this anymore. As the game started, <laughs> yeah. Blue is this Tim playing play in the drive? Is this 10? Can we take a timeout? No.
1: Sounds like, like you're in the fourth quarter already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, here, I'm going to throw this one out there. Again, this is from ESPN. Overreactions at the <laughs> quarter mark of the season. The NFC East is the best division in football.
4: No, no. no. Well, it's got the best record in football. I mean, but they didn't just throw that out there. Yeah, I understand that, but, I mean, also... It's let's, not. Let's <laughs> face it, it's not. But also it isn't. Yeah, because, I mean, it's the Washington Commanders... Ah. Yeah. Dallas. I think the reason why is Dallas and Philly because yeah. of the emergence of Cooper Rush coming out of nowhere and having what that three and zero start as as a starter this season. Dak obviously going down in the Tampa Bay game week one. Um, that's kind of the the filler. Did you see Jerry thing.
1: the other day? All of a sudden he's like, "Oh yeah, Dak. Uh, he can't grip the football. He can't I, play." I, I
4: know. I know. Yeah. And and hence why you
1: are not a doctor, Jerry
4: Jones. <laughs>
3: um, yeah. Why, why is it every time I I see Jarrah I don't believe anything that he's saying. Past experience. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to say. I, I mean, yeah. honestly, he might be talking about, you know, he's selling sand why, at the why seashore. they're selling ketchup uh, for the, you know, whatever he says.
1: I just don't believe. Just a assume word the say. opposite. That was like me with yeah. Urban Meyer last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look how that well, worked out. Well, oh my yeah, uh, and it is the the Giants being three and one. That that is. I feel like that's such an artificial number. Would it shock you if they went like four and thirteen to? End
4: like, I don't think it would shock. It you if They finished four and thirteen because we know what Daniel Jones is, and and at some point, And now, granted, I will say this: Saquon Barkley's running out of his Ooh, mind right now. The, yeah. the decision he's making, done. the intent, the patience. It is definitely a lot different. I wouldn't be surprised if we get to the midway point and he might get moved. I wouldn't be surprised. Because they'll probably be out, they'll, they'll be out of playoff contention by then. Okay. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I, I think you, would, you, you about, somebody's not, probably going to come and offer a handsome um, price. It does okay. feel like
1: they just keep playing like the same two bad teams over and over again. So I yeah. have to look at the Giants. Well,
4: they've game. been bad so long. They're like, well, listen, we'll just put you with the bad team so yeah. you can at least be the better of the did, bad team Did we talk about Lamar? No, talk? no, real quick, yeah.
1: Lamar. Uh, this is the last one, Max. Lamar Jackson's heroics won't save the Ravens. I know you're a big Ravens fan. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge
4: Ravens fan. God should love the Ravens, yeah, right. uh, but I am a Lamar Jackson fan. So yeah, me too. I'm a Lamar Jackson fan, and I think this might be the year Lamar betting on himself, and right now looking like an NFL MVP what candidate. A stud. You know what was it last week? He he was he led the league in passer rating, passer efficiency, and uh, touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So I mean, Lamar's playing. Out. The question is health is always going to be the big question mark over him. Can he do it over 17 games? Yeah. Is, or is he going to miss a game again? But if he can stay healthy... I mean, that's just, he's just, he's his own built-in, like, just cheat sheet.
1: Man, get out the calipers, because his circumference is second to
4: none. All right, on
1: that note, we're going to break. Uh, When we come back, is there anything the Cardinals can do in practice to fix the way they've been starting these games on Sundays? Mac's going to stick around. More Maximum Football on the Wolf and Luke Show, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station.